Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Welcome to another installment of the Ex-Mormon Files. Thanks for watching. And tonight I'm happy to, or today, whenever you're watching, I'm happy to introduce Mark, who's uh, come to share his story of coming from Mormonism to Christianity. So, Mark, nice to have you here with us. Great to be here. Actually, your story is kind of a Christian to Mormon to Christian Christianity story, isn't it? Correct. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your family and your background. Where were, where were you born? And Born in Washington, a military brat originally, and then uh, ended up in... Uh, Washington State. Washington State. Okay. And then ended up in uh, Missouri for a while. Yeah. And eventually to Texas. Okay. Um, my family... Uh, never told me whether or not they believed in Christ or not. I assume they believed in some nothing, some form, but just wasn't talked about. Too wasn't much, wasn't talked about. Um, they they didn't weren't active in any church and uh, yeah. never talked about to me. Um, my my parents divorced when I was about five. Hmm. So my mother raised me from about the age of five to until she was remarried about. Age of thirteen. Do you have any brothers and sisters, or? I have a. Uh, I have two brothers. Oh, okay. And uh, they weren't active or anything, or, or ever professing faith or anything either. Yeah. And um, about about uh, age eight, we had moved to the city and uh, moved really close to an aunt of mine who was actually Seventh Day Adventist. But oh. very, very active in the church, yeah. in that church, and uh, she would uh, basically make us go to church. Go to church <laughs> on Saturdays. On Saturday, on Saturdays. That's their Sabbath, right? Correct. Yeah, which is the Sabbath actually. Correct. I guess. Yeah. And we would, uh, from Friday night until Saturday night, we would have to do only stuff that was related to the Bible or something related to the church. Yeah. We weren't allowed to go out and play and those kind of things unless it was directly something. <laughs> related to the church and mm. uh, she really taught me in, during that time, uh, taught me about Christ and uh, it was, she's extremely important to me still today that mm. um, I look at her as being the one that mentored me in Christ originally yeah. and uh, helped lead me to Christ. Well, that's neat. You said something about being when you were age 10 earlier to me, uh, that was an important. It was very important. Uh, my aunt had taken me to a like a, a Christian type rally or a church type rally and uh, yeah. it was out in the woods yeah. and uh, that was what they did kind of an altar call or you know if you want to oh, accept Christ as your perfect. savior then, yeah. then then come up front and I was just absolutely overwhelmed like the spirit absolutely grabbed me <laughs> and I, I still remember that that moment just really today just. I cannot remember cannot forget that moment. You walked down, uh, walked down the aisle and, and confessed my faith in Christ. Oh, that's so amazing at 10. That's just uh, awesome. 
So did you continue going to church with her from time to time? Uh, for the next few years until we moved to Texas. Okay. About age 13, moved to Texas yeah. and uh, didn't have any Christian friends around me. Mm. Not that there aren't a lot of Christians down sure. in Texas. Sure. Didn't have a lot of uh, Christian friends and uh, again, my new stepfather and my mother weren't active in any church, so... Mm. Um, it wasn't until, I moved, until we moved to the Dallas area when I was about 16, 15, 16, that uh, I started getting around Christian friends and uh, actually a Mormon friend who lived in my neighborhood. Mm. And one week I'd go to the, Christ, to the Baptist church, oh, next really? week I'd go with the to other the friend LDS. to the LDS. Did you ever notice any differences or did it seem... I, I didn't. I mean, I mean, you're 16. 16. So, yeah, yeah, you're more interested in the basketball program and the girls probably, but <laughs> and the girls or something. But so, but you went to one week and won the next. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. So then what? So uh, I I became closer to the to the Mormon friend than the uh, Christian friend and oh. started going to church with him more often. And also, uh, he was also my ride to school. Became my ride to school. Okay. There in Dallas, they didn't have a seminary class at the high school. Okay. So on our way to school, six thirty in the morning, we had to go to seminary. Really? So, so you were attending? So seminary I attended seminary oh just <laughs> for that ride. Yeah. And I still remember marking up my Book of Mormon I had at the time with different colors and really and, and going through that through that. So did you join the church at that point, or he? He had asked me when I was about uh, 17 to if I wanted to be baptized. Yeah, it's typical to typical. follow through and ask if you do. Did you do it then? Well, I went to my parents. I had to have my parents' permission at 17 to yeah, do it. Yeah. And my parents said, "No way. Oh, if you want to be baptized, you need to know more about the church and wait till you're 18, and then you can oh. make the decision on your own." But we're not approving it. Okay. So, so you didn't get baptized. Didn't get baptized, and it wasn't maybe six months later that we actually moved to another part of town, mm. and I didn't have access to that friend as much anymore, so <laughs> I stopped going to the LDS church, and uh, shortly after I went to college for a year and then uh, went to basic training for the Air Force. Oh, okay. Did you run into any LDS there? I mean, you uh, weren't LDS, or you weren't going uh, to church either? No, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't doing anything. No. Uh, in basic training, they would have you go to uh, church on Sundays, or either that, or sit back and clean the dorm. Yeah, I remember that. Uh huh. So, so you went to church. I went to church. <laughs> and an LDS church, or was it? It was a, a Protestant. Was it? Uh huh. I felt more comfortable with that. And uh, one Sunday, they said, "Hey, we'll give you an option of either staying here and cleaning the dorm, or we'll bus you downtown, and they're have, having baptisms." Oh so once again, I said, I, well, I will choose the baptism over cleaning a dorm. So you end up getting baptized in a Christian church. I did. Okay. First Baptist Church of San Antonio. Okay. And Interesting. It was a great experience. Yeah. Still, still remember it. Um, did you feel accepting Christ at this point? I mean, you'd already felt a ten that you'd right. done it. So this is really the this first was, time you'd been baptized. Really, yeah, the confirmation of oh. my, in my faith in Christ. Okay. I still wasn't walking and having the faith that I really should have yeah. with, with that uh, faith in Christ, but I definitely believe in Christ. Yeah. And shortly after uh, basic training, I went through all my training, I came back and got married. Okay. And uh, 
we moved out to California, and while at California, we uh, ran into some friends who were members of uh, Navigators Ministry. Hmm. That's kind of a college and a military ministry. Okay, it's still going, is isn't it? It's still it's going. Still, still, still going. Navigator. Okay. Navigators. And as uh, we were very active, very active in that. Loved the fellowship. Loved the uh, getting in the Bible and memorizing verses, and and uh, uh, just learned a lot in that organization. And and the the marriage was going along really well. And then all of a sudden, I decided to uh, kind of push away a little bit and uh, got trapped up in some worldly <laughs> things I shouldn't have got in trapped in and. Mm -hmm. uh, Lost a marriage out of it, oh, and uh, okay. kind of uh, walked away from church or Did anything like that for a number of number of years. Looking okay. back, at, you know, at, at age twenty, you're not thinking right. You're yeah. just, especially when you're living in the world instead of living in Christ, you're not yeah. thinking and doing the things that you should be doing. So yeah. then I wasn't even thinking or concerned about it. Yeah. It wasn't until I started maturing a little bit in my 30s that I finally realized <laughs> how much I needed Christ. And yeah. uh, So, but you ran into some more LDS people. More LDS. Everywhere I went, it seemed like I ran into LDS, and uh, eventually I ended up in Salt Lake City. Okay. And I uh, met a Mormon woman. Yeah. And uh, fell in love with her. And uh, looked past the religion thing and everything. And anyway, I, I kind of didn't have an issue with LDS being schooled in it for a while as, yeah. as in my youth. Seems like you've run into it a few times uh, throughout your life. Did you kind of see that as a sign from God that you were... I, I, absolutely. Did you? That, that was my justification for coming into it again. Uh, yeah. I mean, why did God bring me to Salt Lake City? Uh, I actually was originally raised in a place called Richmond, Missouri, which is very important to the yeah. history of the church. And, back in Missouri. And yeah. the friends in high school and co-workers along the way. Yeah. And so now I'm an opportunity to marry a Mormon woman, and all, all I'm thinking is, God, this must be the true church. This must be what you want. <laughs> what you want, because you've, you've led me this my whole life. You've led me through this, so yeah. that's my justification. Wow. She wasn't active when we were first married, but her mother had a good influence to make sure that we started going to the LDS church and yeah. got involved. And she sent some missionaries to our house. I was going to ask well. you if you ever took the missionary lessons. Took the missionary lessons. They did. And so after that, they baptized you, did they? Yeah, after about the first lesson, they were actually asking me if I wanted to oh, be baptized in the right? church or not. Yeah. Well, I said, Can you give me a few weeks, please? <laughs> Let me think this through or study it a little yeah, bit. It's so. kind of kind of a big decision. Yeah. So you end up getting baptized. You end up getting and baptized. She become she's active then. And we both became active. Oh, uh, shortly after we had our we had a child together. Yeah. And uh, the church took us in immediately. The people were awesome. They got me into teaching a gospel <laughs> and doctrine class within my first year and gave oh. me the the uh, out of the ironic into the uh, Melchizedek, Melchizedek priesthood, priesthood oh. and so I thought I was doing really good. And sure. And were you preparing to go to the temple? I guess you hadn't been in the temple we, yet. We but. we were, and then uh, ran into some. My wife ran into some issues and ended up having to go through uh, hmm. a church court. 
and that was a very very trying time for her yeah, it, yeah. it hurt her a lot uh the the guilt and the embarrassment of having to yeah open your soul up to four men you don't know that <laughs> you know they're going to be talking to their wives and their wives going to be talking to the rest of the people mm -hmm. so a very embarrassing moment hope, for her not, but yeah. uh, we're, anyway. we're human so <laughs> then we uh, had another situation where uh, we went in for tithing settlement one year and uh, we were struggling financially but we were always dedicated to giving tithing and the issue came up whether or not we were giving net or gross oh okay and we said, well, we're giving on that, we're giving everything we can, and the uh, bishop wasn't satisfied with it. Kind of scolded us and said that we need to make up the difference and, and pay on gross. And that was a big, a big thing for both of us. We kind of just felt like, wait a minute, this is about Christ? Is this about money? Money, or well, is it what's about love and, and rules concern and, or rules? And so we be, decided to become an active. Yeah. For three or four years, we were inactive, I, I believe, and uh, then we moved out of that ward and moved into a new one. My daughter got to about the age of seven, and we decided, hey, it's um, mm -hmm. someone's going to have to baptize yeah, her soon, because she was still going with her grandmother and uh, yeah. very interested in it. So I talked with the bishop there and decided to start going back to church there, and they just took us in. They were awesome people and just uh, made me the... Uh, what was I, the Boy Scout troop leader and yeah. involved with the youth. And yeah. once again, I started feeling a little bit like I was on a pedestal instead of <laughs> focusing on Christ. I was focusing more on my own accomplishments or accomplishments something. Yeah. And making, making these people happy. <clears throat> um, we got my daughter baptized and then decided it would be a good time to seal our marriage. Oh, and uh, went to the Jordan River Temple and got sealed. Okay. And it was probably about four months after that that my wife passed away from oh, she did. from medical complications. Oh, that's too bad. That must have been tough. I mean, with especially where you, but you felt good that you had been sealed in the temple. Of course, was that? That that was. I mean, that was encouraging, but at the same time. Uh, Probably during the last year or so of the marriage, I was um, probably spending a lot of time in the Bible and also uh, spending some time with a pastor named Charles Stanley, listening oh, to his messages. On TV and radio. Yeah, oh. on, on, on the internet quite a bit, listening to his messages. What did you think of that compared to the Mormon doctrine that you'd been learning, I guess, since you'd been I, I, baptized? To me... Being a convert, I always saw Christ as being the same person I learned that I came to accept and trust as in my youth. Yeah. So all through my Mormon years, I always saw Christ in that same manner. Did you really? I did. And you so, were able to reconcile that. I guess it, we really don't talk a lot about deep doctrine in the they, church they, they anyway. Don't, I don't. mean, it's pretty rare. Priesthood meetings can get a little doctrinal but really through sacrament meeting and even Sunday school isn't surprisingly isn't very heavy duty doctrine no. is it no I think one of so the one of the biggest things that really caught me initially was uh, on the Trinity mm. I've, I've I've believed all through my Mormon years of in the Trinity and I would hear difference in the church and it it confused me but I just yeah. always always just let it go 
Yeah, because of Joseph Smith's uh, experience of at least uh, what he says about 1820 that he saw two people. And did, had you ever heard of the different versions of the first vision when you were either I, studying? I, I, did, I did not know any of it. No, I, I knew very little of doctrine. I'd read no. the Book of Mormon one and a half times, <laughs> and uh, I wasn't too too sure. I thought there were great stories, but I didn't really yeah. gain much out of it. I I. I when I was in the Bibles, when I was really feeling like I was learning and, and understanding Christ better. Yeah. Well, one thing that I've realized more now coming out is that I think Joseph Smith had more of a Trinitarian belief in God, that there was just a one God. I mean, you look at the Book of Mormon even has all, uh, is about one God. It's yes. not a multiple yes. gods, Very polytheistic. True. And some of the other things, the lectures of faith that he wrote, uh, uh, number five, for example, and some other things that are very Trinitarian in their concept of, uh, and he just changed over time. But you didn't know that as a Latter-day Saint, I guess, no, that they've no. changed that doctrine. And, but you always had that belief in, in the one God and yes. in Jesus. Well, that's, so that you conflicted then, was that, did that bother you or you just kind of let it go? Just figured you'd just, understand just it. Just put it on the shelf. Yeah. You know, you get those questions. Say, just put it on the shelf if you don't understand. God yeah. will reveal it in, in time. Yeah. And uh, so after my wife passed away, um, I happened to meet a wonderful lady who's now my wife. Is that who um, we met a couple of weeks ago or so? Yes. 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 And. Uh, she was LDS, which is what I was looking for for myself and for my daughter. Yeah. And uh, just amazing lady. And uh, we we dated for close to a year and uh, had a civil marriage. Yeah. And uh, going into it, uh, it was important to me that her and I went to the temple and and got and. Stay, stayed. So you got married in the temple, or sealed in the temple? Eventually, we we got sealed in the temple, but we, wow. you know, like I say, we had to. It, it took a few years. I was still at the same time kind of confused on my Christian issues and uh, the the little differences that I did see. But uh, for about two years of marriage, uh, her father had come down with leukemia. Oh, that's right. And I was close to him. I I loved him. I respected him, and I thought it'd be very important for him to see. His daughter and, and and me actually get sealed in the temple. That would mean a lot to him for sure. And so you did that. So we we did that. We went uh, down to San Diego, which is where her father and mother were living. Okay. Had the family come down there, and uh, this is where my real uh, changing point occurred. What happened? Uh, I still love the San Diego temple because the it was the point that uh, I think really led me over the edge to bring me to Christ and wow. uh, my my way out of the Mormon church. We went into the temple and uh, the temple president was actually the one that was doing the, the ceremony. Wow, okay. And he sat down with, uh, sat down with me and uh, my wife and said, so uh, brother, can I ask you a question? Do you have any any questions, any questions? before we actually go in and, and do the ceremony? And I looked at him and 
to the surprise of my wife, I actually said, well, I actually do have a question. Um, I don't understand this issue of having more than one wife forever. And right. he just said, well, brother, all I can say is just be, be glad that you will have more than one woman forever, for eternity. Because you're sealed to now Cause two Because I, I was sealed to my second wife. Oh my goodness. And it just absolutely blew me away. It was not the God of the Bible. It was nothing that I'd ever could even imagine that uh, how God would want it to be. And uh, I, I went back and uh, I'd already been looking a little bit of uh, questions and trying to solve some things, but this really put me on my journey to find out truth. Wow. And I got deep into every bit of Mormon doctrine I could find. What year was this? When? How long this ago? Was this was around this? 2010. Well, that, uh -huh. That's about my time frame, too. Yeah. yeah. So, when you started studying, did you start really now seeing the differences between massive differences Mormonism all, and Christianity? The differences between their Jesus and our Jesus, the Christian Jesus, are twofold, absolutely, massively different. Um, the, the, the Jesus they they profess is not the Jesus of the Bible. No. So. Um, and they don't know that. They don't understand that, do they? Eyes were blinded just like uh, my wife's eyes were blinded. My eyes were partially blinded and uh, so many other people yeah, are just You had just a little blinded. head start on some of us though, I think. Absolutely. Just having that uh, confidence in God. And yeah. my confidence was always in Joseph Smith and the right. church. That's where my confidence was. So what happens next? Uh, you went through the temple, of course, and right. got sealed and everything, and but you started studying. So, were you uh, sharing uh, any of this? With no, no. I was too afraid if I if I shared it with her, it would just um, yeah. possibly devastate our marriage. Yeah. I mean, a new, pretty new new marriage, and <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I, I kept it to myself as long as I could. It was um, there was a. There was a church uh, near our house that I, it was part of my running path. I would run by it all the time and I felt so drawn to this church. I wanted to go in there so many times just to, <laughs> just to find Christ. I knew I was missing something in the LDS church. I was struggling just uh, really deep inside. Yeah. And, the, and the more I learned about Mormonism, the more I wanted Christ. So... Um, well, you're, you must have been in turmoil, though, not yes, sharing with yes. her, knowing... You didn't want to be a hypocrite, of course. No. And, yeah. So I, I finally broke down one night and just told her, hey, I, I don't believe in the church anymore, and I believe in Jesus, and I want to live for Jesus. And uh, I said, there's no way I'm going back to the, the LDS church any longer. And I was surprised that she, had, she was verbally accepting. Yeah, she said she kind of took a little more relaxed attitude, but in the back of her mind, she kept thinking, I'm going to prove him wrong. Prove me wrong, which I didn't know at the time. Yeah, and did she start doing that? Yes. And did you, she, you she started was, talking? She was doing so much studying herself. She was, I think she was doing more studying than me. Yeah. Um, there were two other experiences that, the one was, I, I finally walked into the Christian church one Sunday, and they were so loving, so accepting, and sent me to the coffee room <laughs> they went in the music was really good so different words about jesus well, everything was about jesus and yeah. there was so much love in that church and the pastor got up and to hear the gospel mes message and to hear 
whole sermons about Christ and everything was... I know it. It's just joyful. I knew there was no way I could ever go back to the Mormon church. Yeah. And uh, So did you eventually get to bring her to church? Eventually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. She, she, she realized the, the difference pretty quick, too. Yeah. And, and once your eyes are opened, it's just like, whoa, what, what have I been missing? How mm. did I... How did I miss all this? Bro? How did I miss all of it? Yeah. And the second experience was yeah, just by yeah. uh, um, meeting with a lady named Lynn Walder. And uh, I'd emailed her and didn't expect to get an email back. But the next day I had emails saying that they were coming to town and I'd love to meet oh, isn't that my wonderful? wife and I. And uh, yeah. we met. and Lynn and Mike Wilder. Right. Yeah. Uh, had dinner with them in a, in a public restaurant. It was very busy. Yeah. And before we started to eat, I was ready to eat, and Michael was like, uh, we say prayer before we eat, if that's okay. And I'm just like looking around going, uh, this is weird. Yeah. This isn't something we're supposed to be doing, right? <laughs> so You even held hands, right? He made us hold hands. Yeah. And very now I felt very awkward, but once he started praying, I just wanted to cry. This was the Christ that I've been looking for for so long. Wow. And uh, I knew it immediately. Between uh, between that prayer and between the church and everything God was leading in my life, I knew absolutely that I wanted nothing else but Him. Hmm. And I wanted my children and everybody that I knew. I became vocal around everybody around started me. Started sharing. <laughs> started sharing my 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 oh. message and what I'd learned and what I wanted them to know and uh, uh, wasn't uh, maybe six months after that I jumped into a master's degree program in Christian studies. Really? Yeah. Wow, how has that been? I finished in about a year and a half. Oh, and, good for uh, you. Well, Mark, we're almost out of time, darn it. Um, uh, just when it's getting good. You uh, have anything you want to share to say to your family, friends? And I, I just want my Mormon friends to know that there is so much more to be offered by Christ than what man can ever provide. Yeah. Bishops and... Not religion. And it's not religion. Yeah. It's about Christ. It's about that Bible. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's not about what man is telling you to do and what he's telling you to do for salvation. It is what yeah. Christ has given us. Yeah. So get in the Bible and read the Bible. Oh, and that free gift of grace. Grace is awesome. Yeah, and they just don't understand that Christians have values and are love, love God. Anyway, Mark, thanks so much for coming and sharing. And it's it's a joyful message, isn't it? It's the Absolutely. good news. Praise God. Yeah, and thanks for joining us tonight on the Ex Mormon Files. We'll see you here again. This has been the audio edition of the Ex Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music